Okay, we're back in the closet. I can't do it again. I screwed it up the first time. Not excited enough. You all missed it. We just, we just started the podcast, and he did this all big, like, super excited intro, and then looked at the iPad and realized we might not be recording the right way, so he was going to try to do it again the same way, and he just couldn't do it. You're not that good. I froze up, man. You it's did? Like, Why'd you freeze up? I, because you're looking at me with that look on your face, like what you couldn't look? wait to laugh at me. Why? I, I wouldn't be laughing at you. I'd be laughing with you. Oh, that's 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 what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. So, um, yeah, we're back, and we're going to do the last segment of the 11 conversations that could Boom. possibly save your relationship. We ended on number 8 last time. We're going to do 9, 10, and 11 right now, and we're not ending this podcast till we touch on them. So we're going to go through these. And we're going to be on here for days. No, we aren't. No, we aren't. What do you think about this? Okay. Should I recap one through eight? Not not give a but just say what they are. Sure. Why don't you run down? Okay, them. let me give you the rundown in case and you, you can it. go back and listen to what's the titles. It's eleven conversations that have the potential to save a relationship. That's similar to what our title is for the podcast. So we have part one, part two, part three. This is part four. This is part four. So I'll go. I'll just say what number one through eight is. And then if you want to go find the podcast and listen to them in more detail. So number one do. is intimacy. Number two is relationship boundaries. Number three is relationship needs. Number four is relationship fears. Number five is fighting style, which I Boom. like that one. Number six is spending habits. Number seven is children. Number eight is each other's family. So talking about all those things. Number nine and where we're picking up today is alone time. Alone time. So this is a common topic that is not discussed in most relationships. Society. Alone time? Uh, like in. Alone time. Just let me finish. Self-pleasure? No. Uh, you always take it there. That's what alone time no, is. No, it's not. Alone time is not. Society leads us to believe that when you are with someone, you are supposed to be with them all the time. All the time. And this is far from the truth as it can be. Again, this article is coming from Bustle, whatever. Uh, when you're constantly with your partner, you are actually developing an unhealthy dependency on them. It mm. is actually really healthy for you to have your own interest and spend time cultivating them. That might mean having a conversation with your partner about how much me time you need in order to do so. And I think that's very important. And I think it's true, especially in you, when you start a relationship when you're young. Yes. Youngsters don't get that. They think if don't. you want to spend time by yourself, you don't, therefore that, that equates to you don't want to spend time with me, therefore you don't like me, so whatever. Right. And maybe your time is spent with somebody else. You immediately you like get more. There. Maybe a friend, maybe another girl, maybe another boy, but regardless. I don't think it's about liking them more. I think it's about that everybody needs time to themselves. If I'm, I, I mean, I love I, you to I death, know it's but, not, but it's an irrational thought you have as a youngster, as you called them. <laughs> youngster. I did. I did. And even adults feel that way. People that are older feel that way. I mean, I guess. They I, act that way. Because it's a natural thing to feel rejected if you've been you've been burnt or maybe you have some uh, self-doubt or maybe some self-esteem issues, which we all do to a degree. I mean, I, yes. But I no, I think, I think that's one thing that we've been told by people, at least I know I have since... I was in high school and we were dating. And it was like, make sure you're your own people. Make sure right. you're your own person because you'll hurt your relationship and if you're not 
your own person. I think we went through a period of time where maybe that was not the case. Absolutely. And I feel like we did spend a whole lot of time together, but it didn't damage us. But I think that if we would have continued through life being that way, that it probably would have. You know, you want to, you know, appreciate the time you have with the person. Not saying that I don't appreciate every, you know, the, every moment I have with you. It, that That's not true. What? I'm just saying, it's just like when you have kids. Here's the way I look at it, too. If you want to equate this not into an, a relationship that's that's an intimate one, you know, with a partner, here's how I equate this. So somebody asked me, actually, we just brought it up the other day. Oh, it was with one of my new clients. She's thinking about going to work. She has two little kids, and she hasn't been back to work. And she asked me, you know, what I thought and everything. I said, listen, I've done it all. I've been a stay-at-home mom. I have worked outside of the home full-time, and I've also worked part-time. In a dream world, I think working part-time is best for me in my situation because I get enough time with the kids to feel good about it, and then yet I get enough time away from them to feel like I actually have a life outside of them. And you may be right. thinking, oh, life outside of your kids? Uh, yeah. And so I think it's the same thing. I think you appreciate time with your kids more when you have to be away from them a little bit more versus if you're with them all the time, every little thing they do gets under your skin and is getting on your nerve, right? Right. If you go away with and you know work a little bit or just go with friends or do some self-care, you appreciate it. And that's the same with the relationship with, with you know intimate relationship. I appreciate my time with you way more when I spend a little bit of time away from you. Right. I agree. I think it's very important to have your own time, so that you appreciate, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you appreciate your time together. That's even, what I just said. Even more. But I think it was a good point, too, that people get caught up in that as parents. It's the same thing with the relationship. You assume these things, like, even as a couple, you shouldn't spend too much time with the kids. You need to make each other number one. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Because that ends up Sure, and we talked about hurting. that. Like, We've talked about that a number lot. Number one, it was intimacy, to be sure right. that you connect together as yeah. as a couple. But but this is this is specifically talking about... Me and you, in this instance, right? Um, having alone time, and I think that we do a pretty good job of that. I think so. Um, I mean, and I, I think it means alone time outside of work. I mean, sure, you you oh, leave yeah, the house and you go to work because that's not fair to say. Well, you have time to yourself; you get to go to work. That's I mean, not time to I mean, yourself. alone time where you're doing what you want to right. do, where you're, you know. Relaxing, I guess, a little Relaxing, bit. Relaxing, maybe out with your it's a hobby. Maybe or... you're going out and playing ball. Maybe you're, maybe, maybe, have hobbies you do, but the other one, maybe playing golf. Maybe it's crochet. Maybe yeah, that's it's it. you know. And it doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours. It could be thirty minutes. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go upstairs and I'm going to just get a bath for like thirty minutes and and do a jacuzzi bath. Just leave me alone. I'm gonna okay. lock the door. I'm, I don't want you coming in. I don't want the kids knocking. I mean. And I think that that's needed. And I think that it, is. It, it definitely is a conversation that should be talked about if you're in a serious relationship, like, to bring that up. Like, you do know that I have this hobby and this hobby, and I'm not going to give that up. I mean, maybe could be going to the gym. Because, you know, you run into a lot of times where, you know, you start a new relationship, and maybe you really like to go to the gym, and the other person doesn't and thinks it's stupid that you're spending time there. You don't need that. No, that's too much. Whether it's the gym or whether it's, you know, like playing basketball with your buddies, or whether it's out riding four wheelers, or whatever it is. Well, you may go on. Th you may go on Saturday afternoons and watch football at a bar with a bunch of guys. And you've done it forever, and you do that all day, all afternoon on Saturdays. And now right. you get with somebody, and she thinks that's just stupid. Right. Or you, or it could be the same thing with girls. You know, going out and having, you know, girl time, which I don't do enough. No. Not because you don't want me to, but because I don't make an effort to do so. 
Right. Um, which I need to get better about doing alone time. I don't do much alone time because I yeah. just don't. I mean, I guess I do get some here during the day, but I'm still in mom mode and teacher mode and like because right. I work from here, which is I was just saying at dinner how lucky I feel to be able to work from home. But there's some cons too, not enough cons to make it a big deal, but there are some where right. you don't. You're always in that mode of work when you work from home. Sure. You know. So anyway. But that's number nine. It's alone time, and I think that it's definitely important, and I think that it's something that people miss out on, especially at the beginning of the relationships, because maybe they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings by bringing it up. Like, hey, can we talk about some alone time? Because you don't know if they're going to erupt, like you said at the beginning. Like, what? Right. You don't want to be around me? That should be a red you know, the flag. The problem, though, is that you push stuff off like that until you're too deep in, and it becomes a habit. Now it's an expectation. They go, expectation. why didn't you tell me at the beginning? Right. Why do you lead me along? Right. And now you want, now it really feels weird because we've been together and you've acted a certain way for right. however long it's been. And now you're saying you need this, this, this space. So you must be getting sick of me. Oh, you must have a problem. Yeah, it is. Must, it is something you yeah. really should bring up at the beginning. It's hard though. Because it's got to be. Well, the other person has to like, at least, I would much rather be brought up at the beginning. Like, hey, I spend a lot of alone time. I like to read. I like to do this, this, and this, and I don't expect that to change. I would be like, okay, cool. I mean, like, at least I know that up front, and I know, like you just said, if you hold it in down the line, you would not make things up in your head that it could be you. When right. really, it's just that he never or heard she about this alone time thing. Right. Yeah. Been I together agree. seven months, and I've never. Now you want alone time. Right. Hmm. Right. So it gets a little weird, it's weird. And, then, and then there's assumptions that are made, right. and then it can be negative. Yes. Okay. So let's Communication can be Communication hard. is key. It is key. It's cliche, but it is. Okay, so number 10 is work-life balance. You can have a relationship and a career, but no one partner should feel like they're not getting in the time they feel promised. Many people wish to have huge careers, and this can mean long hours at work. If that's the case, better to disclose the fact that you won't be at home as much is something happening? For the front, so it's going to start sounding better now. But we still are good. It's recording just through here. But still, it you're on one side again. But anyway, I think it's fine. Yeah, I know. There's something um, up with that, and I don't get it. Okay, anyway. If that's the case, better to disclose, disclose the fact that you won't be at home as much so that your partner can learn to not overly rely on your company. And that kind of goes in hand with what we just said. So if you start a relationship with somebody who has a demanding job, works a lot of hours, that is something you want to disclose. Look, my job's demanding. Can you, are you okay with that? Can you handle that? Not to, not to be like mean about it, but can you handle it? Some people couldn't handle that. Right. You know? Yes. Yes. Uh, like doctors, I'm sure, have grueling hours. Nurses, even. Just certain jobs a require of, yes. a lot of, and even a lot of work to be brought home and worked on. Sure. Yeah, because it still keeps your attention. You're not totally present, right. possibly. Well, I know that when, when we first got married, you were a real estate agent. And obviously, when you're a real estate agent, you have some non-traditional work hours. And I struggled with that. I struggled with that, especially after we had kids. Right. Um, especially with it being all commission, you gotta you gotta produce in order to pay your bills. There's really no choice. So you don't. Right. Ha- you gotta until you get big enough, you're making enough money to say no. You can't say no. You can't say no. And at, at the time, I didn't really understand that. I was still kind of young, and, and like I said, it was more so after we had kids, especially that first baby. 
where I was like, it's Monday evening and it's 7.30 at night. I've been with the baby all day. I really, well, I have to go show houses. And in my mind, I'm like, well, how freaking convenient. You know what I mean? Like, Because right. I was, like I said, I was a little bit immature at the time still. Um, now I realize that it's a necessity and it has to be done. But there are some jobs like that that demand un, untraditional hours. I much prefer you working nine to five. I like that a sure. lot better because yes. I, as we spoke in you're about predictability podcasts in the past. I like to know, you know, I'm, a, I'm, yeah, I'm about predictability. But you're much more flexible now. It would work better now than it did then. Oh yeah, for sure. But the thing is, I think you recognized what it was all about when you started your own business, and you right. were like, oh, right. I don't really want to teach class at seven, seven thirty at night. Right. But. Or right. take this client on at 6 a.m. or right. 5.30 a.m. I don't want to do. But I'm trying to build a business. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's when it clicked a little more for you is you're you're not doing it to get away from anybody. Right. But there is some sort of balance, too, because I think that a lot of people, I don't, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like it probably happens. A lot of people are so wrapped up into their work, they don't know when to turn it off. And they're constantly working. And I think some of it is in their head, like, I need to be doing this. Sometimes maybe you do. And then sometimes maybe it is to avoid your significant other. Absolutely. Let me just say I'm over here doing some emails when really I'm looking on sports this or I'm looking on Pornhub or I'm looking on this or that. Oh, I'm just doing emails. You know, just because you want to avoid intimacy or you want to avoid any type of hanging out with your, your significant other. I think that's when it becomes a problem. And I think that probably the significant other could probably pick up on that. Absolutely. You know, like, really? Absolutely, Dude, yeah. Like, you know when you're not connected. Right. This is an every night thing versus there's a tragedy at work or there's something that's really, I got to put out fires. I mean, we had a bad day. Okay, fine. But right. night after night, if you're being ignored and, and they're over there on their computer saying they're doing emails and work, come on. I mean, there has to be like this to say into some sort of balance. And like you there put ha- your work down. Yes. And I didn't I didn't always do that. But I learned how to, yeah. to turn it off at a certain time where it's, I'm not going to look at emails at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to, unless there are emergencies. Well, yeah, that's what you I know, just saying. Like you said, but... I've, I learned how to do that later in life, but when I was younger, it's like, right? You you felt like you always had to be working. You cared about what people thought. When you too were much. younger in our day, now they don't feel like that. No, but they, I remember me. They, I remember going in Saturdays. Remember, I always went into at least noon or one on Saturdays. You had a weird work ethic because it was put on you by your parents, right? And I don't think that it's a correct work ethic. No, I you don't. I, it's be. always it's always I'm always working. I'm always working. I'm always, that's bull crap. Right. No, you're not. You're just saying that you are because that's what you're supposed to do. Well, it's and that, that's the thing is you're you're in there and you're 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 creating tasks that don't need to be created just to say that I was working. Right. 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 But really, it was because I didn't want to look like I wasn't working to certain people. Right. But now I know once I got you know my mindset right, it's like my time is my time. And if I'm not making money for this time, right? And I'm not, and it's not something that has to be done, right? Right? I don't. I, it would I'm, be there I'm coming home, right? But I think that. But if it has to be done, I'll stay till well, nine sure, o'clock. Well, sure, of course. But I think that our generation is way different than the generation of our children because I think the work ethic and and it, you know if you're in if you're in your twenties, early thirties, don't get offended by this. I'm just stating what I've witnessed in in my my careers. Recently, 
is that the younger generation, some of them, a lot of them, really do not have that great of work ethic. They think, I'm not doing that. That's not at my job description. I don't get paid enough to do that. Or sometimes just don't show up because they think it's okay. I agree. You know, or, yes. or, or quit just out of the blue. and don't. You know, one of our daughters tried to do that once, just quit. And I said, I'm going to let you make your decision because it's your, you know what I mean? It's your life. But here's how you're really supposed to do it. And I really want you to think about doing this the right way and not just up and, and quitting. Right. And I went and I, I went through, hold on a second. Do you need something? Where's the dog is the Malibu, I don't know, they're downstairs somewhere. Where's the dogs? Um, I'm not saying that I've never up and quit a job, okay? But I'm just saying it happens so much. And one of our daughters almost said it. She did think about it. She did end up doing the two-week notice thing. Boom. I know there's instances where you do need to just up and leave because X, Y, or Z might happen, and that's just the way it is. Right. My point is, I think that I witness a lot of times where the younger people and their work ethic, like, they don't want to work. Right. They, they want to get paid, they, and but they the don't only want to do what they're hard. told to do. Right. There's no initiative. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go there. Well, I don't, that's not my job. Right. So I don't get paid enough to do that. I don't get. Yeah. I'm. Well, that's that's where the people separate themselves right. in the workforce. That's where people get raises and get promotions. Right. They do a lot of the things that other people won't do. Right. And that's how you get ahead in a lot of situations. I agree. We just went down a rabbit hole, and because that wasn't even really, but but it is. I mean, it's. Work ethic is the thing. And I think I, I was piggybacking off of the working. Work, with, life balance. Right. The, when to say stop. Here's my thing, too, going back to that just for a second. Here's my thing. that If you focus on your day, if you focus on your efficiency, you can get a lot more done oh, and yeah. have a lot more free time. Yes. And I think that's a problem with the work, the way work life is now in a lot of businesses. We're stuck on this nine to five and people aren't as productive because they got to be there that long. Right. So they do their, they do things at a certain pace, mm-hmm. right? So their projects, they don't rush through them because, and they don't try to get them done quickly. They, they take little breaks. They sit on their phone. They do, because look, I got to be here all day. Those, those there's been experiment experiments done with companies where they've said, hey, here's your project for the week. It's measured. They know what they're going to do. They said, once you're done with it, you're done for the week. Yeah, but do they still get paid? They get paid the same. Oh. They get paid for the project for the week. The point is, is we're going to incentivize you to get the project done in a timely manner and and very well done. But you've, you know... And they had to work like a minimum of so many hours a day. So they had to work like four hours a day. Mm-hmm. But if they wanted to work t- t- 10 or 12 hours a day and be done in three or four, three days. Heck yeah, I would be. Then they would be done and that nobody said a word and it motivated them. So the production went through the roof. Yeah. Right? The production went for right. everybody went through the roof because everybody was working and respected. Right. Instead of sitting around waiting till five o'clock. Well, it's funny because it's the same thing kind of with the kids and their e-learning. Now, Nate isn't so much, but Brooke, where she's a senior, I guess it's a little more lenient. They don't have as many conferences. But she has work that's put out there on Monday. She has till Friday to finish it. So she puts it off till Thursday. Me, the way I look at it, it's like, I have till Friday, I'm and I can work ahead. I'm going to sit here on Monday, Tuesday, and I'm going to work my butt off so then I can fluff the rest of the week. She works the opposite. She puts it up. She's, she's like, like eh, it's not doodle Friday. Eh, it's like, not me. If I know what I have up front and 
and I know if I finish this, then the rest of the week, I'm not as stressed. I'm going to bust my butt until I, me as a student, being in that situation, I probably would, in her, like where she has nothing else to do other than that and she does go to work some, I would work every hour of every day until I got it done and then ha have like possibly Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. But no, she puts it off to the last minute and then stresses about it. Probably half does it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But it's kind of the same thing you were talking about. Like if we... Right. People would just work that way. Right. Okay, number 11 and the last one. And this you might think is kind of funny, but it's actually a big deal, especially if you live with someone. Mm -hmm. And it's housework. Housework Ooh, is housework. another topic to discuss that can save a relationship. Knowing that your partner is comfortable pulling his or her weight, cleaning-wise, is a big comfort to a lot of people. Many people don't want to be a maid at home. Um, it's an area where resentment can right. really creep in. Right. Slowly. It, it it can. And I think that if it's something, I mean, obviously it might not be a topic that you bring up date one or two. But if it's getting serious and, you know, maybe there's talks about moving in with each other, you're going to have to bring it up. Like, I would. I'm not about to. Look, I'm not my grandma. I love my grandma. But we have different beliefs than even my mom and I. I am not about to do it all myself. I'm no. not about just because I'm the woman doing all the housework by myself. There's no way. If you're living with me and if I'm living with you, we're both going to pull our weight. Period. That's never been... That's no, it's not a problem with us, but it is with a lot of people. Right. My point is, though, that like there's there's some people that are raised where that, that's never, ever been needed to be said to me because of the example I had. You know what I mean? Like right. my father never sat down no, right. with my mother up working. You right. know what I mean? It was like... And so... It was always weird for me. I, it's always really weird for me that even if I am done, even if I don't have anything I need to help you with, and I'm like, is there anything I can help you with? And I'm not trying to brag on myself. No, but I'm you just do. saying I don't really understand the mentality of let's be a team. Right. And I also, I know there's a lot of women out there who try to be a martyr about it and won't ask for help and then pout about it. Is that what a martyr is? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm not like that. Like, if I want something done or if I need something done, you ask. I'll ask. Now, am I petty sometimes and make fun of him when, like, he, like, is like, I'm going to get those dishes in a minute. I'm going to get those dishes in a minute. And then hours and hours go by and I start doing them. Do I, do I say some petty things? <laughs> yeah, I do. But I'm half joking because right. it's not a normal thing. But we, we both, I've never had that issue with you, but it's one of those things where I'm going to quote Dr. Phil, you teach people how to treat you, which is true. So if you start this relationship trying to be superwoman, and I'm talking women because I'm a woman. If you try to be superwoman and super wife and super mom, you're going to really shoot yourself in the foot. And well, you're going to go to bed crying a lot of nights and you're going to be stressed for what? For what? So you can say you do it all. I don't need to say that. I think a lot of people do that. Though, I think they do. So that they can say they do it all either to their mothers. Why? Or to to impress that person. See, that doesn't impress. To me, I, I want to impress the person by saying that we have an equal relationship. And I've got it lucky because we work together. So right. that's how I look at it. Like, I want to protect you and how, what people think of you. I wouldn't want my parents or my friends to think you're some sort of lazy guy that comes home from work and sits on his couch puts your feet up and watches tv while i do everything i don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom and all you do is work work around the house with the kids and do the housework and you feel like that i'm supposed to do this yeah maybe you do most of it but not all of it that's not right no, just because you don't not. step out 
outside the door and actually go to a job outside of the house doesn't mean that it gives your husband or your wife or whatever, your spouse, your significant other, the right to come home and kick their feet up. That, my friend, is bullcrap. And that I would never tolerate. Never. Right. I don't think it's fair for either person to do all of the work. No, no. It's definitely in the situation. If you're talking about someone who has zero job and stays home, of course they should pull more they will of the pull weight. More weight. Of course yeah, you pull you more weight. shouldn't come home as someone that's worked all day and nothing's been somebody sitting No, no, no. There I'm not saying drinking that. vodka and <laughs> Hey, what a life. No, I'm not saying Watching that. Netflix. I'm just saying like so when I stayed home with the kids all day long. Well, everything was done by the time I, I everything got... was done. You're right. Because right? I felt like that I just made that part of my routine. I took care of the kids, I did the floors. I mean, I, I swept the floors every day. I mean, I but I like to do that kind of thing. But True. here's what happened though. And yes, I did have dinner at least going, if not all done. But what happened after? What happened I cleaned after up. you cleaned I up the, the dishes baths. and you started the baths. I did the bath time and I helped get the kids ready for bed. Which and, I think is perfectly acceptable. And I loved it, but that's what you should be doing. So I don't think that you, I should have done all that and you should have been able to come home, eat and the say food that you I, do, you clean I cooked up. No, for you no, no, and then no, 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 I no. clean up the dishes and I put the kids mm-hmm. to bed while you sit and do, no. no, now depending on the job, of course, I mean, there's always like an exception to the rule. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I was a stay at home parent and I had everything under control and I did this and you had some sort of grueling, like labor intensive where you worked out in the heat, you know, or some sort of like really labor intensive job, maybe a construction worker. Yeah, I mean, of course you're gonna you're gonna be like physically exhausted, right? Like physically done, right? So sure, maybe you, but you still have to do something. You still yeah, have to pull yeah. your weight at home. Well, it's just a preference in in personalities and and work ethic, as we said. I mean, what are you gonna choose in a mate? And I think a lot of people are trained by what they see in their right upbringing, but also. I think what you said earlier is so true, and that's what sucks is that the resentment creeps in because maybe the relationship starts off with this person saying, I'm going to carry the load, and I'm going to fix dinner every night. Right. And, I'm going to do, and then you train this person to expect something coming through the door. Then you start feeling if you don't cook and you order something or you don't, and they right. come through the door and say, what? I thought we were having this. Right. I thought we were having this dinner it's night. It's really. And she's like, well, I didn't feel like it. And he, you know, and it's like you've set that person up. Yeah, it's really And difficult. then all of a sudden, eight years down the road. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm sick of this. I don't want to live this life. This is crazy. I shouldn't have to cook for you every right. And you're like, he, then maybe that person's like, what are you talking about? You did, you've cooked for me for eight. You've always smiled, done it with a smile on your face. But I think this is where communication comes in because maybe you do start that and then you start feeling like, okay, I feel like I'm, you sit the person down, you're like, I really don't feel like cooking every single night. So can we say like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, I cook, Friday, I just did our routine, Friday we, or Tuesday we go grab something out and then, you know, over the weekend once we go out and then we'll cook the right. other day. And I think that's where you have, instead of just like assuming the person you know what i mean like you have to like talk the the, the communication right yeah and every every family is different whatever works for us might not work for someone else whatever works for someone else might not work for us i'm sitting here saying i don't think the women if you're in a relationship and you enjoy doing that like i don't know if my mom enjoys it but like if you enjoy doing everything and you absolutely enjoy it and you have no then do it yeah it's it's a dynamic between you and your significant other you can't compare it to anybody else i just know that i've had a lot of friends that's talked to me in the past and they've told me stories about where they work all day he works all day he comes home and like does nothing and they do everything and i just it makes me furious but you know what 
Have you said anything to them? Have you told them that you don't think this is fair? Are they receptive? If they're not, red flags me. But you can't yeah, expect them to read your mind. If you're no, not asking no, for the help, quit being a martyr. If you want help, if you walk in and you're like, hey, do you think you could help me? Like, if I cook, do you think you could do the dishes? In a nice way. Well, yeah. I mean, if they're coming home eating and sitting on the couch and watching the games or whatever while you're doing laundry and you're up and down and you're cleaning and you're putting the kids to bed, that's, that's you got to say something. Well, yeah, but, in it, but get if in you a don't, freaking you can't fight. get mad. That's what I'm saying. Say something, fight with them, get mad at that moment. Right. So you got to help me. Well, it's just like the, it's just <laughs> like once we, when I started staying home here and we had two dogs. Like I was, I felt like I was taking care of the dogs in the morning and in the evening. And I sat and I was like, you know what? No, I think I'm going to ask Jeff to do the evening shift right. with the dogs to, to feed them their dinner, whatever dog food, and take them out. I do it in the mornings. I take them out various times throughout the day, or the kids do. I think I'm going to ask you to do that, and, and I did. So I said, I said, do you think you can feed the dogs in the evening and take them out? And he's like, well, yeah. But I didn't, I, I, where you were already in, a root, already in a routine doing it. Right. I never even thought to offer. Right. So, but, so sometimes a, a guy or a lady in a relationship, they just see things happen and think that's the way it is. Right. Until that person says, and you said to me, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, why wouldn't I do but that? But if I wouldn't have asked you, and over time I've been like, I have to do it in the morning and in the evening. Must be nice not to have to be able to, but have I told you that? Right. No, I have not. Right. So, I mean, I think that that's just where it's communication. Like, look, I don't want to do this. And like, you know, and then so you're aware that I don't really want to take care of the dogs all the time. So even sometimes on the mornings that you're home, you'll do the morning because you know it's not my favorite thing to do. And I appreciate that. Just like this morning, you, you worked from home. Right. So you took both dogs out, you fed them. And it was kind of nice for me to have a morning off. Right. You know, so, and you know, just like, obviously, I would give you evenings off for taking care of the dogs if you're out with your friend. You know what I mean? It's not like a... It's teamwork. It's just a teamwork. teamwork and and we've, we've, always, we've always had that teamwork. We've always had that communication. We've always had the same goal in mind in the evenings, and that's to get to chill time as quickly as possible. Amen. So we both haul ass to get whatever it is we got to get done for in the evening. Now, it's a lot easier now that the kids are older and we don't have to obviously bathe them, get them ready for bed. I mean, it's way easier, but we still have things that we do. We still have, you know, I make the coffee for the next day. You do this. I do that. It's like, it's just like this machine that we run. It, it always it, has it, been it very, is. very, we've always had the chemistry and the flow down. We're both team-oriented people. Neither of us are like combative where right. we just get agitated and it was just it's automatic when the kids were young it was like we want to get chill time so right we got the dinner done i'm going to take the kids i'm going to start getting baths going i'm going to start getting this going and you're like i'm going to get the laundry going i'm right. going to and it was like all of a sudden it just came together and right everything was ready to because that's we, we have similar goals if we're in a relationship where maybe you don't um, i don't want to hang out with you i don't want to get to chill time with you right I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, just want to get to the. I just want to get the basement and, and watch something. Go to go to your man cave, and I'll right. go up to my princess palace, and we're done with each other for the day. I, I, I would be miserable with that, and that may work for some people, and you might be just as happy as me, and that's great. Yeah. But like, I, I just think that you need to, you know, figure out what it is with your spouse or your significant other that works for you, and and go with it, but not to forget to communicate. I feel like. Yeah, the communication's huge. Yeah. Again, we're not counselors. We're not psychologists. We're just two people who have lived life together for however many been years. Been in and out of it. Just like. In and out of it. You know what I mean? Like We've just, not been in and out of our relationship. No, 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 no. We've been in a relationship. I just mean, I, I said that wrong. 
basically, we've ups and downs. Yes. Been through the ups and downs, the goods and the bads. The ebbs and flows. The ebbs and flows. Uh, and made Trial a lot of error. mistakes. Oh, gosh, yeah. A lot of, made a lot of good decisions, but at the end of the day, she should come down to communication. Yeah. It keeps things in a good place. I agree. Well, that was a great list. Sir. That was a good list. That was it fun. was a good list. Need to find a lot of times one. we find lists and like we won't look at them ahead of time. And I think I felt like that we did that with this one, but this one worked out. Some lists we just stop in the middle. We're like, this is a dumb list. We're not talking about this anymore. That's true. We like to do that because it's a, it's a more organic conversation versus we've looked at this before. Where we've discussed it. No, we haven't. We're just going with it because I think it just flows better that way. Yeah. I anyway, agree. that was a good list. It was eleven conversations. Uh, to have that could potentially save a relationship. Very good. So there was three episodes before this scattered about, I don't know, maybe we should look them up and put them in the description. I don't know. You're right. We should. When I say we there. I should. Yeah. I'll do that. It's kind of like. I'll put the number in We there. should take out the trash that translates. You need to take out the Jeff, trash. Jeff, you should really take it's out the trash. one of my duties. Speaking of house, yes. We each have our duties. And, and mine's do. laundry, yours is trash. That's and right. yard work. I have not much on yard work. Right. I'm not either, but I do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. That's it. Peace out.